Welcome to today's episode of The Shredder Show, and today we're going to start a new three-part series, which is going to be the three secrets to reverse dieting. Now, episode number one, what is reverse dieting? So reverse dieting is part of the phase that we go through with all of our clients during a transformation. Um, so when I when we take a client on, we go through the four phases. The four phases we use with myself at CJ Coaching and the rest of the coaches is the priming phase, where we're initially focused on building the right habits, the right structure, and something that you can follow. Because if a diet or training program is not sustainable, then it means the results are not going to be attainable long term. Yes, that rhymes. Um, so firstly, the first period that we look at is creating like the first, first foundations with the habits priming phase. Secondly is the dieting phase where the hard yards are won, where we shred the body fat and get that body fat off. And then next up, we go into the reverse dieting phase, uh, which is what we're going to discuss today. The fourth phase after that for reference is the performance phase, which is where shit gets hella crazy and is very exciting, as is the reverse dieting phase, which we're going to discuss. So that's the initial introduction. Uh, what is reverse dieting then? So reverse dieting is essentially when you've st- gone through a fat loss journey. You've got to the point where, okay, I'm happy with where I'm at now. I might have lost, say, for example, 10 kilos body fat, 15 kilos body fat. Uh, I've got abs. I feel really, really good in terms of the way I look. Now let's try and focus on making this sustainable and uh, making it something you can then keep and maintain for life. And then you can maximize the vessel and vehicle you have for life in terms of your body. Now, there's a couple of different things we can really go through in terms of this, which make a big, big difference and a big needle movers that I'm going to come into in the two next episodes after this. So today I'm just going to explain to you the overall concept of reverse dieting, what it is, why you need to do it and why, why, why it's so important and how this helps our clients so much. So, Reverse dieting, essentially what we're looking to do is when you hit that fat loss phase where we get all of our clients shredded, you get lean, you've got the abs you want, you've got the booty you want, you've got the sculpted figure for a lady, um, a lady, a woman, what's the politically correct term that is? Um, that's ultimately when we get to that figure, this is when we then start reverse dieting. So what we're going to look to do is we're going to look to incrementally add calories back in to boost your metabolic rate, upregulate your metabolism and make the process more sustainable because with you having to drop body fat we will have had to reduce your um your uh, calories down so your amount of food that's coming in and most likely increase your uh, calorie output so the amount of cardiovascular work you're doing the amount of exercise on a daily basis now this is why one of the reasons i say to clients at the very beginning and so many people is like whoa we need to slow down because you want to get as much progress as you can from doing the least because the reality is where so many people shoot themselves in the foot and you might be there listening to this right now and this could well be you is that you start a diet and you're like go you go hell fucking crazy you go from zero to 100 like straight away which is cool and like i very much have that mentality however you have to have the right structured approach and the right mindset to really take you forward in terms of having an actual uh, strategic approach rather than just like let's throw it like enough shit against the wall and hope for the best so the big mistake a lot of people make is they try and do too much too quickly. And I know this seems uh, counterintuitive, but if, for example, you start a diet uh, or a training program and you go straight in out the gate and you're doing an hour's cardio a day and you're doing weight training session every single day, what are you going to do in two weeks time when progress slows? You're going to do two hours cardio a day and then a weight training session. Okay. Let's say hypothetically you can do that. So you do, an hour's cardio in the morning, you do training lunchtime, you do an hour's cardio in the evening. Awesome. So five weeks in, you then progress stores again. What do you do again from here? You can't keep adding more incremental 
uh, exercise output on top of what you're currently doing. Uh, and the same is the same with calories. So we always want to start people on a fat loss, quote unquote, journey, which I hate using that word, with the calories as high as physically possible. So um, when clients come to me, often what we do is actually they'll be like, holy shit, this is a lot of food. This is a lot of calories I'm taking. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. And your body will just churn through this food and it will utilize it and actually upregulate your metabolism. And one of the most common things we find is when clients come to us is that they actually say, whoa, I can't actually eat this much. Um, and I'm still losing weight and body fat really quickly. Like just thinking about one of my clients, uh, John, who literally has lost so much body fat so quickly. And we probably doubled the volume of food he's eating which is a good problem, right? Like most people think you have to starve to lose body fat. However, you can pretty much eat your body fat off if you're doing um, the right approach, eating the right foods, the right approach at right times, uh, which we'll come on to in one of the later episodes of this three-part series. So that's um, energy output covered. In terms of calorie intake, obviously we want to make sure that we're starting as high as possible because exactly the same side of uh, exercise output is that if you start with it for hypothetically, you're eating 1500 calories a day as a guy. Yeah. You're going to lose weight really quickly in the first week or two. I like no shit Sherlock doesn't take a rocket science to work that one out, but what's going to happen. Chances are you probably can't sustain it for very long. You probably feel like shit. Your sex drive is crap. You can't sleep. You feel stressed. You're probably pissed off all the time because you're just hungry. Um, so what happens is you probably lose weight really quickly for two weeks. You plateau. And then you're like, I don't know what to do now. You then fall off the wagon, you end up binge eating and your weight skyrockets back up because your metabolism's down regulated because it's used to like starving itself. And this is what people need to understand is that when you're, when you don't eat enough food, enough calories coming in, like your body basically goes into starvation mode. So if you think about if you were stranded on a desert island, what would you want your body to do for survival? If you didn't have enough food to drink, uh, food to eat, sorry you would want your body to slow its metabolism down so that it's going to protect and keep as much stored body fat as possible. Now, like from this is essentially what's happening when you start trying to cut cat, I shouldn't laugh, but this is because I see it time and time again, you might be listening to this thinking that's me and I've done that because I've been there and I've done it as well. If you've cut calories too fast, too quickly, your body goes into starvation mode. And then you're like, then as soon as you even look at a Mars bar or a piece of bread, you're, waistline increases by an inch now this is really not a position you want to be in in terms of actually enjoying your life and being happy and fulfilled because for me like i want to build a world-class physique that looks awesome feels awesome performs awesome but guess what if i want to go to dubai and have a bit of cheesecake or i want to eat some turkish bread in turkey then guess what like my body will actually utilize that food because my metabolism is running at full tilt which is really really important so i cannot like push this enough that is really, really important to make sure your calories are set as high as possible. Now, how many calories should you be taking in a hit? I can imagine you asking. Well, this is incredibly specific to the individual, your activity levels. Are you sedentary in terms of do you work behind a desk all day? Are you very active? There's thousands of different factors, like what your body composition is like. So I have a video on YouTube, which is a BMR, uh, a calorie calculator. So you can check that out and give you a rough idea. But one of the other big metrics we want to look at in terms of uh, optimizing your calories for fat burning purposes is actually looking at your body fat levels because what happens and this is why it's really important in reverse dieting is when your body fat levels in particular as a man are probably plus 15 16 your hormonal profile becomes a shit show because what actually happens is your testosterone lowers and your body becomes more estrogenic now estrogen is the main female hormone which actually increases fat storage 
And this isn't necessarily a position you want to be in as a man. And it's not going to be optimal for you in terms of body fat. So one of the big, beautiful things that happens in this reverse dieting phase, when we get you lean, when we get you shredded, when we get your abs popping and biceps popping, what happens is your hormonal profile improve. Your testosterone will increase, your estrogen levels will, will reduce. Um, and this is very, very positive for body com- competition. Sorry, competition. Composition. Get my words out. Um, and it is a very, very important when we get to this stage, because when we get to this stage, what it means is we can then begin the reverse dieting process. So when we start the reverse dieting process, I began at the beginning of this, we, start to, we look to add calories back in. So you might be saying, Charlie, where would I add calories back in? What, what, what type of calories? Where would I be looking to try and put those around my diet, uh, workouts, whatever? How, how would I structure this? So the primary focus, what we look to do is we look to bump carbohydrates up quite quickly. Now, don't shit the bed here straight away because all you keto advocates out there and carb haters, like, yes, your weight is going to increase when you eat more carbohydrates. Again, no shit, Sherlock, because you're going to have more food within your stomach, which is going to make you heavier firstly. Secondly, your muscles are going to be more saturated with glycogen, which is stored energy, which will make you heavier. But that does not mean you're increasing the amount of body fat you have. What actually happens when you have more glycogen stored within muscle cells when you're lean is you actually look leaner because the muscles are fuller with glycogen, so press harder against the skin. So if you're shredded and you put a bit more carbs back in, guess what? You probably look even more shredded. And an excellent example of this is my client, Mally in Dubai, who we're doing this with at the moment. So a lot of you guys will have seen his transformation. If you haven't heard of his Instagram, check it out. Um, so he has lost a hell of a lot of weight. So my head, like 15, 20 kilos. Dude looks shredded. He's got a really nice looking physique now. Um, whereas he was just like a bit of a, a chubby dude who worked in sort of finance and uh, legal services to be respectful to him before. But now he looks awesome. He's done an incredible job taking the guidance and coaching on board and absolutely flown. And now he's in the position where he's absolutely flying or we're actually incrementally adding carbohydrates back in. And guess what? He's getting leaner week on week. So how do you think that feels when you're actually, you start to eat more, you actually do less cardio and you're getting leaner and you look better and you feel better. This is where we want to get to. And this is the beauty of when you get through the first two phases of the habits phase, the dieting phase, and then you get into the reverse dieting phase where the beauty and the magic happens. So what happens is like with this as well, too many people screw up their journey here and they don't actually end up making it out of the priming phase at the beginning and trying to get the right habits, the right structure, the right routine because they don't have the right guidance. Now, I've just come back from being away from home for two months and I cannot tell you how happy I'm going to be home to as well. Like I got stuck in Turkey, where me for 10 days. Uh, basically, no one spoke English and it was pretty horrendous, but <clears throat> like it just reaffirms to me the importance of structure and routine and the big thing I was just thinking about a minute ago is like, I can't wait. Just I'm just going to map out my like my perfect day, perfect week for the next two, three months while I'll be in the UK. And I can just get my life 100% on order, my training perfect, like my clients were perfect, family life perfect. And that's really what we want to be doing. And that's almost setting back my own primary phase for the rest of my life with one back home now again. And this is what you want to be doing with your own transformation. Now, with reverse dieting, I said we're going to go back to the subject. We are obviously going to be putting calories back in and carbohydrates back in and incrementally putting that up. How many and how much is quite a, it depends question because if, for example, you're in a dieting phase, you're eating 3,000 calories or you're eating 1,500 calories, it's a different conversation in terms of the amount of calories. But so, for example, I would probably look to add mainly carbohydrates back in 
And for most people, a, a decent starting point would be looking maybe add an extra 40, 50 grams carbs in uh, on a training day and then see what happens. So you notice I said they're carbohydrates on a training day. Now, why a training day? Because we're looking to try and put these extra calories we're putting back in to good use. So when is our body most sensitive to utilizing nutrients? That's when we're training. When's it most utilizing like calories when we're training? So what we want to do is try and push those calories and those nutrients, those carbohydrates around our workout window. So our body actually uses that as fuel for the fire and actually pushes that extra glycogen into muscle cells. So we really feel the benefit. So I would to give you something to take away from this. I just looked to probably add in 40, 50 grams of carbs. I'd look to add those around the workout. If you aren't already using a, uh, an intra workout drink, that is an absolute must. I would highly recommend uh, for that. I've got full explanation on my YouTube channel, but to keep it brief and to the point with this, I would look to add in uh, essential amino acids, which are uh, like broken down, almost pre-digested forms of protein that will aid in terms of recovery and prevent muscle damage, which means you can train harder and more frequently, which means you can get better results. Uh, in addition to that, I would look to add five grams of creatine into your workout. Creatine is the most proven supplement that works. Uh, and everyone asks, oh, where do we get creatine from? So the creatine I use is from Muscle Nation. If you use code Charlie at 555, you get 10% off. Uh, so you get a subhead of a deal there. So uh, intra worker, that's creatine, central amino acids. Next up, I would add in glutamine. So I'd add in 20 grams of glutamine. And glutamine is phenomenal in terms of aiding digestion, actually repairing the gut, and then also helping with the immune system. And then lastly, what I'd add in would be carbohydrates. Uh, how many carbohydrates would obviously depend completely on your goals, uh, where you're at in terms of your reverse dieting or dieting phase, uh, and how well your body can utilize that. In terms of carbohydrates, what I'd recommend would be cyclic dextrin or cluster dextrin because it has a low molecular weight which means it doesn't digest uh, it digests very easily and doesn't pull blood into the stomach so if you remember the old wives tale when you were a kid on holiday and your mum was like don't jump in a pool after um after eating or don't go swimming well there is some truth to that in a little bit of fact that if you've uh, just eaten a big meal and you then go for example doing exercise all the a lot of the blood in your body's been pulled into your stomach not your muscles so hypothetically your mum would be like oh you're gonna get cramp you, you won't but um it's obviously not ideal for sports performance so try not to use a carbohydrate powder which is going to cause that issue there which is why i'd recommend cyclic dextrin or cluster dextrin which is particularly effective so to wrap this up and give you a preface of the initial part of the reverse dieting phase what we're going to be doing here is we're looking to add calories back in whilst you're in a very very lean shredded position we're going to get you to the point where you live in the dream eat more calories you're going to look leaner feel leaner going to train harder you're going to be able to feel like better in every aspect of your life and we're going to make this a sustainable approach and this is really what we do within the reverse dieting phase and how we get our clients to crush it not just after the transfer not just like getting the transformation with us at cj coaching but for the rest of their life because we get their body primed and exited out this dieting phase in a safe manner whereas you see a lot of people they can get themselves lean and then they like you look at them two months later and they balloon back up and just suck on a ton of weight which for me, it's completely pointless because you're then back at square one of probably where you were six to 12 months ago. So one of the big things I'd, I'd say to everyone listening to this is that think about life as uh, like compounding interest. Try and make your body 1% better every single day. And if you can do that, think how good you could be in six months, 12 months, three years, five years. And that'd be my voice of note for you today to think about is to think about what you're trying to achieve with strategy, plan, 
how are you going to go from where you are now, where you want to be, and what the exit strategy is going to be like. I've got a lot into crypto trading recently, and one of the big things is that's having exit strategies for the trades, and it's very much the same in terms of uh, very much the same in terms of fat loss and dieting and training and building muscles. So you always have to think about like start point where you are and how you're going to get out and what's what's the bigger end goal. So. There's some advice for you today on episode one of Three Secrets to Reverse Dieting. Today's a brief introduction. We're going to have episode number two coming up, which is going to be covering in-depth optimizing digestion during the reverse dieting phase, which is one of the secrets of reverse dieting and how I've managed to pretty much treble my carbohydrates and keep my body fat at the same level. If you found this podcast helpful, insightful, and gave you some wonderful tips in terms of reverse dieting, which I'm sure you did, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Drop me a direct message on Instagram if you found it helpful. And if you want any help with your own virus dieting or your own dieting journey, we go through the four phases of a transformation together. Just drop me a message on Instagram and just say the word change and you listen to the podcast. I would absolutely love to help. So we'll catch you in the next episode of the podcast and keep on.